0: bat force radio
1: bat force radio is rated m for mature or should that be immature hey guys dustin Witt. hey this is scott snyder this is paul dini and you're listening to bat force radio and you're listening to bat force radio listening to bat force radio
2: this is kevin conroy the voice of batman and you're listening to bat force radio so stay tuned
0: Welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the DC Batman podcast with no limits. We have a fantastic episode today. Very excited. Uh, We're going to get the intros out of the way. Uh, Robin D. Cross is over in Canada. Good evening. I am Bat Force Tom in Southern Sunny California, and we have an epic guest. This is somebody that we've been wanting to talk to for a long time. Very happy to have him. Um, You're going to be very familiar with his work, uh, specifically just some of the big ones. Uh, You know his work from 300. You've seen him in Watchmen. He's brought to life certain characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, you beloved him from Batman vs. Superman, Donna of Justice, uh, Justice League. We can also see you right now uh, streaming on Netflix in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead as Zeus. Ladies and gentlemen, the man behind the actual cowl, the real Batman, Richard Citrone. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Richard, again, thank you so much for joining us. How have you been? I've been well. Thanks for having me. It's uh, It's good to be here. Yeah, so um, obviously it's been a big couple of months as far as your work. Um, this, you know, the Snyder Cut was finally released, so uh, we get to see a lot of your work in that. Um, Army of the Dead just hit a few weeks ago. People are loving that, and you have like a really, really prominent role as Zeus. It's really cool to see you doing some, uh, you know, not just stunts and stuff like that, but it's really you. You know, you're playing the actual character. So how is it like to have that finally out there for people to see?
1: it was a lot of fun. And and it's, um, you know, I'm primarily known as a stunt performer. I mean, I have trained acting for, uh, I don't know, about six years, I guess. Um, I trained when I first got to Los Angeles and I just figured it'd make me a better stunt performer. And uh, I, I think it has, I think it's helped dramatically over the years. And I, I definitely recommend anybody that's pursuing stunts to, to uh, study acting. Cause it, it will help your performance overall because even when you're doing stunts, you are acting, you know, that's important, but it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun to stretch myself just a little bit, you know um, I appreciate Zach having faith in me um, to handle something like that. Cause you know, we met, he said, <laughs> cause we are, anytime I do any type of role for him, we'll meet before the movie starts shooting. And he said, you know, in order this for this movie to work, you know, the audience is going to have to feel something for you. You know, they're going to have to empathize with you. And so I always had that in the back of my mind uh, while shooting.
2: Now, you, you've been in maybe uh, more uh, of uh, Zach's films than anyone. Uh, how did you guys end up hooking up uh, originally? And how did that relationship uh, grow from there?
1: Well, we met through um, a good friend of mine, uh, a longtime training partner who uh, is Zach's coordinator, uh, for most of his movies, uh, and um, second unit director Damon Caro. So Damon and I have been training partners since oh wow, 1987, I think it is mm-hmm. at the Inno Academy. Um, yeah, we're a couple old guys. Uh, so uh, and Damon met through, met Zach through uh, Kurt Johnstad who's who co-wrote 300 and is, is a really talented. Um, and so we just kind of met um that way. Like Damon started training Zach, I think, uh, in martial arts because Zach was interested in martial arts, he's a real athletic guy, and then through the process of of training together, um, they realized that they share a lot of uh common um views on on movie making and um type of movies you know that they like and they want to see, and, and they developed a friendship. And um, so then I was brought kind of into the fold, I guess, that way. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, from there, we just, I just started working Dawn of the Dead. I uh, I worked just a little bit on that one. That one was filmed in Toronto. And then, um, so I didn't go up there for most of it, but they came back and they shot some sequences in LA. And then I worked on that actually. Um, so, yeah, so I've been with Zach from uh, his very first movie.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's 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 awesome to see, especially as fans, to see your guys' relationship grow. How did you how did you initially get into uh, this kind of field of work?
1: Well, through martial arts, because I, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, I moved to California to study martial arts under Dan Inosanto, who is Bruce Lee's protege. Because I, you know, I've always been interested in in uh, self defense and martial arts and I boxed when I was a kid back in Pittsburgh. And so I, um, I thought that this guy, you know, that Bruce Lee, I really liked his stuff. And I really thought that he, he, you know, we had a similar way of looking at things because when I was younger, I didn't care for karate one arm down by your waist while you punch with the other. It just didn't make sense to me. Now I understand it. Of course, I, I was ignorant to some things, but now I understand it better, but I just didn't like that. And I, and I discovered Bruce Lee and thought, Oh wow, this guy thinks the same way I do. He, he takes more of a boxing stance. So I decided to move to California to train under Guru Dan and um, I, my original goal was to uh, move back to Pittsburgh once I become an instructor and open up a school. Um, but I always had in the back of my mind that I would try to get into stunt work as well and see how that goes. Because I've always liked physical you know, activities and stunts just seem like uh, it'd be really cool to express, you know, express yourself physically. And uh, so just through training at Down in Asanto's Academy, we got opportunities, me and a couple of buddies of mine uh damon being one of them we got opportunities to do background work and then we then they got us uh doing um like uh they called it special talent (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was kind of a way to pay you as a background performer but have you do like stunt stuff Mm -hmm. you know without getting you into the union you know we did a few of those and um and then not too long after maybe three or four projects after we're able to get so it all really came about through, uh, through martial arts. And I, um, I owe like everything. I mean, I, I would not have the career I have, uh, without him. You know, he's, he's, he's such a generous, amazing person and martial artist,
0: and he shares everything he's ever learned with his students. So I've been
1: really fortunate.
0: Nice. Yeah. It's it's amazing. When did you, um, when did you know that this was something that you just kind of wanted to keep pursuing? Like, was there like a, you know, some people say they have a big break or was it kind of like just little by little, you just find yourself in more projects. It was
1: kind of like, it was kind of little by little, like, you know, my, my two buddies at the Academy, it's funny, we've all gone on and, and done pretty well for ourselves. Um, you know, Dave Carl is one of them. And if you look him up on IMDB, and you, if you know anything about Zack Snyder, you know about Dave McCaro. and the other, uh, my other training partner is Chad Stahelski and Chad is um, gone on to, to direct the John Wick movies. And mm-hmm. um, he's, you know, he's got a bunch of projects coming up. So we kind of all have this similar uh, goal to to try to see if we could get into the film industry and and um, it kind of kind of steamrolled. It started steamrolling from there. Um, Brandon Lee uh, was a friend of mine and the academy off and on whenever whenever he was able to, and we became friends. and The and the four of us would meet on the weekends at the academy and shoot you know shoot uh, fight scenes and stuff like that. And he would have ideas for like um, for movies that he was that he was working on or getting prepared to work on. And we would try them out at the Academy. And a lot of the it's funny, a lot of the stuff that you see in his movies, we've, we have like trained at the Academy. We kind of helped, wow. you know, work with him on. So um, it, it kind of was little by little then steamrolled, you know, and um, you know, cause we, I was really fortunate to have uh, hooked up with this, that we all had common goals
0: and it makes it a lot easier. That's awesome. That's, that's amazing that you had uh, the opportunity to be friends with uh, Brandon Lee. That's really awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I treasure the the moments. Um, you know, we, we spent training together and, and, and just doing things shooting pool or playing darts or riding our motorcycles and, you know, together. Uh, yeah. He was, he was a really uh, great person um, loved life and a uh, great sense of humor, intense, um good but a good guy you know and
0: and definitely miss him yeah um i mean i gotta think you know back back then when he was cast uh in the crow uh if you guys are friends and you're all working and training together it's got to feel like you know one of your groups one of your guys gets that spot that's like you guys are all celebrating that kind of moment i would assume
1: yeah definitely you know and and uh you know through his i think it was um Big Trouble and was Big Trouble in Little China. Is that the name of the film? What was the name? Yeah. He, what was the film he did with Dolph Lundgren? I think it was right. No, is that Dolph. Mm, I don't think Dolph. No, Brandon Lee fans no, are going to um, eviscerate
0: um, us in the comments. Oh, for sure. Yeah, big, <laughs> uh,
1: big Trouble is uh, Kurt Russell, right? Big Trouble in Yeah, yeah, China. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the other one. Um, Showdown in Little Tokyo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I always get those two confused. Um, yeah, we'd we'd go to set and visit him there. And then, you know, he started doing more and more films. It was really nice that, you know, he was, he was really on his way up and we were all really excited about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just looked like, you know, he had uh, such a great future ahead of him, you know, but thankfully, you know, he was, he was able to make his mark, you know, it was cut tragically short, um, but he was able to make a mark. and, And I think people were able to, you know he at least had a few projects that people were able to enjoy and, and kind of get to know him a little bit yeah, yeah even um, even
2: with that short time the the stuff that he did is is still touching people's lives you know like it, it particularly you know the the crow is what most people are going to go to it's probably his most known work but that still touches people to the extent that they they are trying to remake that movie and it just keeps falling apart but you know that people want to recapture that shows a what he provided mm, definitely.
1: yeah definitely and and we and you know we ne- unfortunately we never even saw his best work you know because he was growing so much as a as an actor as an artist you know because you, you know his dad was a martial artist first and an actor second even though his yeah. dad had been acting since he was i don't know nine years old you know but he still he still considered himself a martial artist first but brandon definitely considered himself an actor first and a martial artist second so he had a lot more to give you know
0: yeah definitely but like yeah like like robin said i think uh there's fans that to this day you know we we have some friends that he's their number one like you know his stuff that he's worked on uh it's their favorite stuff so he is still beloved to this day um good to hear when was there moments um you know when you're working when you're finding yourself in these projects where you're looking at yourself on set and you're like oh my god i can't believe i'm wearing this i can't believe i'm portraying this like you you know when do those moments kind of start for you
1: uh probably um probably iron man the first iron man yeah uh that was probably the first time but the the most intense for me by far was uh when we got to detroit before we started shooting zach wanted to take some some photos um in this abandoned warehouse. It was actually, used. I think it was a car dealership in Detroit that had been shut down for a while. And um, he wanted to take some suit. And so I, so, you know, Batman is like my dream job since I got into the industry. I mean, it's my dream uh, persona since I was a kid. Right. Cause <laughs> Batman was my favorite superhero growing up. I had the comic books. I, I used to watch the, the you know, that that was my first batman right and and i just i love the show i love the character and once i got into the industry i always thought oh man it'd be that would be like that would be it for me if i could play if i could play batman double batman i would that would be it i would die happy you know so when i when i got the job i was thrilled to say the least and first time i put that suit on with everything um like that, I, it was just, I just, I couldn't get over it. I just, I kept looking at my shadow on the ground, you know, <laughs> the silhouette, you know, I was like, oh my God, you know, and Zach and it was freezing outside and and Zach kept asking me, are you okay, Rich is, are you okay? Do you need to get warmed up? I'm like, I, I, honestly, Zach, I, I'm so psyched right now. I don't know. Really <laughs> <get> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that, that moment was, that was the
0: biggest holy crap moment for me. I like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so you, you tested out the, uh, the actual, like the normal suit first before you tried any of the armored stuff.
1: Yeah. 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 We, we shot, um, that with that, uh, that suit first. And, um, and then actually when we shot the film, um, the first thing we shot, if, if memory serves me was the, uh, was the, uh, Martha rescue the warehouse fight.
0: Mm. That was the first thing. Wow. You know? That was the first thing you guys put down on film yes Uh we would be remiss to say that uh i mean i think it's hands down across any batman fan that fight scene in particular is probably the greatest batman fight scene on record right now on film i don't know if you'll ever be able to top it and that's you so that's amazing to kind of have in your repertoire i mean i don't know i mean that's pretty much what you got to put at the top of your resume
1: yeah that that's that was a special one for sure and thank you for that um we, we worked so hard on that fight, you know, um, cause Damon's a big fan and he put, he always puts an amazing team together. It, it makes your job so much easier. I mean, the, the talent that I had uh, f- that I was fighting against in that warehouse, I mean, these guys are all superstars, you know, they're, they're really amazing performers. So it just, you know, it just makes your job that much easier. And, and you look so much better because these guys are so, so great. Um, so, but that was, uh, that was just a, a, an unbelievable, uh, I think it was 10 days. We shot that. Oh. That was, was, I mean, that whole job for me, I, I really, I looked at it. I considered for the, for that time I was working on that show. I don't know what it was counting rehearsal, maybe nine months counting rehearsals. I just considered myself really of having the best job of anyone in the world anyone could touch my job for those nine months. I just felt like I was so lucky, you know, to have that. I just, I was like, wow, it doesn't get any better than this. I'll, I don't know if I'll ever get better than this.
0: Yeah. And it, you know, your work speaks for itself as far as, I mean, it's such, it's such above and beyond anything else that we've gotten as fans to see in a fight scene to see. And it's, it's everything that as a, a comic reader, as a video game player, as you know, any fan of Batman, it's what you want to see. It's like, this is the training, the, the, the lore of the character. This is the training personified everything that they talk about that he's able to do. Like, and how tall are you again? You're like over six foot. Um,
1: Yeah. I'm six foot three.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're six, three, and you're moving, you're moving like an acrobat in that scene. And it's, it's exactly what Batman is supposed to be. He's supposed to be, you know, this muscular big guy, but he moves so quickly and, it's amazing to watch, you know, like you're saying, all the pieces came together for that scene specifically. And um, the, what it, it, you, you mentioned rehearsal, there's like behind the scenes footage um, in the, you know, in the bonuses where you film that stuff without it. Like you're, it looks like you guys were in like a dojo or something filming that stuff, you know, rehearsing it.
1: Yeah, we were actually in an airplane hangar in uh, Burbank. We were, that's where we rehearsed when we were in LA before we, uh, before we sh- shipped out to, to Michigan. Mm. uh so then yeah we set it up how we need it they, they put a spring floor down and you know everything so when people hit the ground you, you don't have it takes a lot of the bite off of it and yeah we filmed the the whole previs there um yeah. but uh yeah that was um we worked really hard on that uh that sequence we rehearsed it a lot <clears throat> i mean i you know we i i would even like i would rehearse <clears throat> i don't know what we'd rehearse eight hours a day and then i'd get come home and so sit in traffic for like two hours. That oh. just, that drive sucked because <laughs> I live in Orange County and I, I you know it's just a long drive for me. But then I go home and eat dinner and then um, go out into the garage and then just visualize you know my my opponents in my head and just go through the fight myself for about an hour and just go through everything because I I got I wanted to get to the point where. I knew my, I knew everything I was doing, of course, but I also knew everything everybody else was doing, you know? So I think when you know your your opponent's uh, pieces of a fight, as well as you know yours, then that opens you up to really help add the little things in a fight that, that really, you know, that really add a lot of spice to the fight because you have to know it like the back of your hand. It has to be like in your subconscious where you don't even think you just move. All the other things as well so you know we we all we took that very seriously you know we know how big batman is um in this genre uh so we we were going to make sure we, we wanted to put
0: something down that we could be proud of and that people would enjoy do you as as you guys are filming that once it's all rehearsed and and you know zach's actually filming are you able to see some dailies like right afterwards or are you waiting longer than that to see what it looks like?
1: I can usually go to the monitor if I want and, and see what it looks like as far as it being put together. Um, I, I was able to see something. I remember they put something to wasn't the whole fight, but I remember they had put something together and we were able to check it out and we were all pretty happy with it. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, Uh, there's, I mean, there's so much that that goes into it, you know, and there's, it'd be really cool to see, you know, to be able to sit in dailies and check that stuff out. But we're, we're not (laughs) usually the stunt team isn't privy to that stuff, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but Zach, you know, Zach's a friend. And so we do get, uh, we
0: do that. uh, Normally you wouldn't get on a production. Is it, did you know, like, once you're taking a look at that stuff, like, like, did you have any indication at how good it was actually going to turn out?
1: Well, I thought, I mean, I thought it would turn out pretty good. You know, we, we put the previous together and we, you know, and, and really liked the way that was done and, and, and Zach, you know, he'll come down and check everything out of course, and he gives his okay on it and, and then he'll shoot it just like the previous, you know, because he's already looked it over and he's already happy with everything. So he'll take the previous and shoot it, you know, right from the previous, the way, you know, the way we shot it. Um, So um, I I had a feeling that, you know, just from that, that it was, you know, I think this is going to be pretty good. I think people are
0: going to like this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gone beyond just liking it. I think they love it. And like, again, yeah. you know, if you, if you had to ask someone, what's the best Batman fight scene on record? I mean, it's hands down, it's going to be this one. Um, and obviously not to, you know, I mean, there's so many things that, that, that you put down, you know, on, on film that are so amazing, like not to discredit even the actual, uh, armored fight scene. And, uh, and obviously we got to talk about the nightmare. We'll get to that in a second, but, um, we talked to Rob Freight, uh, Freit- God, I always mispronounce his last name, <laughs> Rob Freitas, And um, he was one of the guys that worked on part of the suit, the cowl. And he talked about how when you first kind of, I think it was the armored suit, I'm pretty sure, when you first came in and they did like a test where you would put on the, the parts of the armored suit, um, you like unknowns to them did this like demo to just kind of like see how you could move in it. And because Zach and the team saw the way you were able to move in that, he said you ended up giving them like two more months worth of work because then they realized they could actually move in the armored suit. So, Hey, why not shoot that? If we can shoot that, let's shoot that as the actual suit rather than just, you know, CGIing it on. So um, do you recall that kind of uh, that event, that kind of demo that you gave?
1: You know, I I do remember that, but I had no idea uh, the implications of, of, you know what I was doing, <laughs> you know what that would do i i had I had no clue that's the first I've heard this story to be honest yeah. with, you. but we did you know we did shoot most of that in the act you know some things we didn't uh like uh like when I jump up in the air when when the uh, Superman's laying on the sky oh. skylight, and i on top of them that's not cg we did that practically we actually did that all the way to the ground but we didn't do it in the armor suit i did it in a a motion capture suit um so for that sequence we didn't have it on there but most of that fight yeah we're definitely uh ben and i are in that suit
0: for sure yeah it was it was cool to hear that that uh I mean, it's funny, like your your martial arts background, your training background actually helped give some guys, uh, you know, on that project some extra work. So um, he was talking about how how helpful that was, how awesome it was that, and it, it sounds like you just kind of wanted to see just how you can move in it. And uh, I mean, yeah, you, you fed some guys for two more months, man. That was awesome <laughs> to hear. That's great.
1: Hey, I, I love those guys. Always, always have a great rapport with the makeup effects people. Um, the suit people creature people I I always have a great rapport with those guys because they're they're always like they're very similar love that stuff you know I I really do and you know things would have could have turned out differently who knows I might be you know working with them doing what they're doing because I I really enjoy all that stuff so I'm really happy to hear that uh, they got more work out of it that's great
0: yeah
2: so other um, thing we uh we discussed with rob because he's spent years like rob's worked on multiple batman films over the years and and tons of other superhero stuff and one of the things that he agreed with us as well was that warehouse fight specifically first time on film that we have seen batman look the way he should in combat
1: well yeah thank you um well and you know and a lot of that has to do a and rob and those guys um Uh, over at Iron Horse because you know that the suit it is what it is it's a big rubber latex suit you know it weighs about I guess 40 pounds so but I've I've hundreds of hours in those things doing different creature work you know because when you're tall a lot of times they will look at you to do creature work and then I just kind of I seem to have a knack to be able to do it. So they use me more and more and more in that stuff. So I, I knew exactly what I was in for, you know, but the, the suit is made so well, and specifically the cow. The cow is made so well. It's so easy to, to turn your head in it, um, to look natural doing it, um, and to perform in it. The, the vision is outstanding. You know, so those guys have a lot. Uh, with that with that the success of that performance for sure
0: yeah i mean it's it we were treated as fans the way that all the stars lined with the design of it the way you were able to move in it the way you made it look you know ben being such an amazing looking batman um it's going to be a long time before anything comes close on film to the to what you guys put together for us and you know everyone is so stoked that we have it now and um i don't want to Rush over too much of that armored fight scene but what was that like being a being you know a, a batman fan and zach is so insane and ridiculous that like you know when we're watching the little teasers drop at comic-con and on tv we're seeing that he's actually putting a freaking dark knight returns frank miller armored suit in this movie and we're freaking out so when was it when you first like no, realized what where the story was going as far as that and like that you're going to get to put that on how was that
1: Oh, that was amazing. Cause I, I, you know, I love Frank Miller's novel, you know, that's my, my favorite, um, graphic novel. Uh, so, I mean, getting a chance to <clears throat> portray that character with Ben on screen was, uh, it was just so surreal. I mean, it, I mean, the whole project was for me, but you know, that was, that was very much so because, um, I mean, it's iconic, you know, and that fight, you know, I mean, Batman fighting Superman. I mean, it's just, you know, just such a great uh, experience, you know, and was was awesome uh, to work with a really, really super nice guy. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, you know, just really excited about the whole thing. And, and you know, that, that that was awesome. I mean, it was tough. It was a tough <laughs> it was a tough uh week and a half for sure because i don't know if you realize or how many people realize but that that armor fits over top of the bat suit Uh i've I've mentioned this before um but it's so you know you have the weight of the bat suit of course and, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a little tough to work, to move in. It's an, it's a good suit for a latex suit, but it is latex rubber and it's molded a certain way and it wants to stay the way it was molded. And when you get in it and move out of that position, it, it gives you resistance, you know? So, you know, w- wearing it over top of that and, and then the weight of the armor is, it was, it was a challenge, you know, for sure, you know, but um when you when you love the character so much it's it's a labor of love you know literally i mean it's just it, it was it was just an amazing job and and um yeah loved it you know uh, ben and i would t- talk sometimes get, man no one understands our pain but each other you know our physical pain <laughs> but we love but we love the character so it's all worth it
0: what was what was that like weight
2: and uh, everything being kind of cumbersome to to maneuver in uh, I know they cGI the cape for for most of what we see is there up a line like do you do you put the cape on at all in any of in any of your parts and there's of okay this is going to get physical so the cape has to be off for this or are you just always without the cape because I know that's even pretty heavy itself
1: yeah the cape was um i don't know if it was leather or other, you know, a hybrid leather product. I, I honestly don't know, but it was, that cape was heavy. Um, I did wear the cape for different things that I did. Um, for 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 the fights though, uh, no. Because they actually, um, they had me uh, move around in it and just do some different things in the cape just to see how it would flow and stuff. And um, uh, DJ Desjardins uh, decided that, They could actually, they could actually make the cape, of course, flow any way they wanted within the fight. So they would, you know, they would, it would serve us and serve the film so much better if they just had control of the movement of the cape. And fighting in a cape's tough. I mean, I did it for three hundred. Um, you know, but they would shorten them because if, if you're trying to fight with a cape, that's the, that touches the ground, you're in trouble. It's just, it's always in the way it's, it's, it's really tough to maneuver and you can do it, but you know, you will be tripping here and there for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so the, all the fight stuff, in fact, there's a scene in, at the end of the warehouse fight where I get up from the ground and spin around, um, um, and I move, I move the cape back with my hand, and then I walk towards the stuntman's Alan Joe, and I stick him in the, chest, in the shoulder with the knife, right. But when I did that, when I hopped up and spun around and, and flipped the cape back with my hand, the cape's not even there. But I knew you, know, I knew it would be, so I did that motion, you know, just to add a little, little flair to the performance, right? So I just did that motion, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even there when I did it. And then of course, they added it in and it looked really great.
2: Awesome. Uh, that that that's really well done because i didn't even suspect that it wasn't there
1: oh cool yeah that worked then see
0: yeah, yeah. nailed it yeah <laughs> they do so do so well that you forget what was it like sharing those like uh, little moments with ben Like you spent a lot of time with ben affleck over over the years you know doubling for him so what was that like you know two batman fans you know like in between takes you know talking about what you guys are working on
1: it was it was you know especially because he's a fan of the character too, you know and I think it shows in the, in the performance you know his performance you know for sure um, it definitely shows you know because you know we get jobs <clears throat> throughout the year and there's different you know personalities out there and people are into different things and, and if you get a if you get a guy that works on something like this that you know maybe never read a comic book in his life you know, and it's just like, ah, oh, it's another job. I'm going to do my best, give it a hundred percent, you know, but it's another job. I mean, you'll get, you'll probably get a good performance out of it, but there's just, you get, you just get more when, when, when a person is more invested in the character emotionally because it maybe touched something in his childhood or, you know, they've always admired the character, you know, or something, you know, I think you get a little more in the performance, you know, I think it does make a difference. So it, it was real special. And Ben's a, really super great guy you know so uh
0: just always always nice to to work with him yeah it's uh again you know this is we had the b- best combination of people working on this project so um what was your oh, man we got to talk about that nightmare scene too um i mean this again you have so many amazing parts in this in that movie specifically but that nightmare scene i i think like part of that isn't that a wonder um at least the whole first section of that scene, right?
1: Yeah. It's split into two, two sections. So yeah, it was all, it was yeah, pretty long, but we That's we insane. split it into a first half and a second half.
0: How was that working on that specific scene? Oh, brutal. I story before, so I'm sure, you know,
1: some people have heard it, but I, I, I had a family emergency that night of all nights, right. It has to be the night before, you know, my toughest sequence, in the film and i didn't get any sleep i got maybe i got an hour maybe and uh, so i showed up on set just destroyed i mean just wiped out and then i had to put you know that the the bat suit on and then all the stuff on top of it that that heavy overcoat and everything and i I remember my first rehearsal you know i did we did the first and and then I'm climbing back up into the truck and I am I can barely even climb into a truck. I'm like, oh my God, I, I really, I didn't panic. I got a little bit, <laughs> little concerned, like, how am I going to finish this day? This day hasn't even really started and I'm destroyed. You know, how am I going to finish it? And then at lunchtime, I, I, I really didn't eat much at all. I just napped for as long as I let me sleep about an hour and a half, you know, and It was brutal. I mean, it was really, it was a tough, tough day. It was tough for everyone because, you know, it was like nine, 90 some degrees that day, the guys that played um, Superman's, you know, his, um, his guys, you know, they were, they were really covered up as well. They had a, everybody was struggling that day. Um, but you know, it, it turned out okay. You know, I definitely, it's tough. I gotta be honest with you. It's tough for me to watch that sequence to this day because I just didn't have anything. I had no energy at all. I, I really couldn't put everything into it that I wanted to. And we only spent one day shooting the bulk of that. I think we came back the second day and just did some pickup stuff. Um, So that was, that was physically extremely tough, probably the toughest day, of, but you know, you know, again, it's Batman. So you, you know, you just, you, you find it somewhere inside you, you know, and you, cause you know, this is, and this will be forever, you know, who knows, you know, it's gonna This was going to be lo- around long after I'm gone. I need to put something on, on film that, that I can be proud of. And so you just, you just dig down, you know, you just keep going. And um, luckily again, I had amazing performers around me that could, could pick me up, you know, And, uh, but, but, you know, such a cool scene, such a cool sequence, you know, and really, you know, nothing like that, that outfit has been seen, I don't think in a Batman comic book book before. I think that's, you know, that was, you know, a new creation. So that was really an honor to be able to wear that and and perform.
0: It's uh, what a parallel that you're kind of talking about where you didn't have like any fuel in the tank, but you had a, get out there and you had to do what you needed to do where, you know, the character itself, I'm sure there's like most nights when the dude's on patrol all day long and then, you know, he gets a blip in his bat computer about another case that he's got to go out and do with it, no sleep. So you're pretty much living the actual Batman lifestyle filming that scene. Yeah. I mean, it
1: was, you know, it, it was, it was tough, but then I, you know, effective you know, like I, when I was working on 300, um, uh, was talking to Michael Fassbender, and we were saying, yeah, this job can be tough. We were working long days on some of those days on that. And we were talking about it, how tough the job can be. And then then we said, then we both agreed though. But Ben, there's people out there that really have tough jobs. You know, it's people digging ditches out there 10 hours a day for a living. And policemen have tough jobs. Firefighters have tough jobs. EMTs. And, you know, I mean, I mean so, you know we're, we're fortunate. I mean, we're really fortunate to be doing what we're doing. You know, it's all said and done. There's definitely much more difficult way to make a living. So, you know, you think about that too. And that, you know, that gives you that little bit of extra to, you know, to know that you're just really fortunate to be doing what you're doing.
2: Yeah. There are also a lot easier jobs though, than, you know, (laughs) being in the California heat with all those layers and weight on having to do all this stuff after, uh, no sleep that's you know you're you're definitely working hard though too
1: yeah well thank you yeah I mean it was it was a difficult day you know (laughs) if every day of my career would have been like that I'd I'd probably be long retired by now (laughs) but uh thankfully you know you get these jobs where they're you know you really you don't you have to exert yourself nearly as much but uh
2: very memorable and it has to help to be working with people that are as excited to be doing what they're doing as as the people you get to work with. Like, I don't think I got to see you do anything, but I talked about this on the last episode with Rob. Uh, I live in Windsor, uh, in Canada, right across the river from Detroit. Okay. So while BVS was shooting, a friend of mine and I we went over there and we we watched uh, a, a day of shooting, and just seeing how excited Zach is, how into what he's doing he is, I I, I was just you know, he had a smile on his face and he'd probably been working for days straight, just like all of you guys were. And he's just so excited and into what he's doing that you can. Everyone has to be feeling that same joy, like, OK, the, this guy is so into what we're, what we're putting together here, what what we're working on that has to help get through those days.
1: It, it does. And that's, that's Zach. You described him perfectly. He, he, he loves the process. You know, it's, you know, how people say, Hey, enjoy the journey, you know, because, because quite stated on the prize, you know, and the journey is a chore sometimes just to get to the prize. But, but Zach is under the, you know, the belief that, you know, you, you, you enjoy the journey, you know, cause the journey is, 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 is everything really, you know, and, and, you know, he just gets it. He, he understands it. And, and it makes everyone's life on set that much better because your director is your leader and, it, and, and his outlook and his personality and his demeanor that all rolls downhill to the to all the other departments. Trust me, like I've worked for directors that you don't even want to be near them. You know, and thankfully not all of them are like this, but some of them are just tough to be around. And those are the worst sets you can imagine. You know, um, people are not on edge. You know, people are snapping at each other. They're, you know, they're blaming other people for little things that go wrong because they, they fear the director so much and they don't want to lose their job. You know, and this is not a lot of directors. This is a small percentage, but there's a few of them out there that at least that I've worked with, you know, that you know, that's how they are. And, uh, it's, it just, it's a tough set and, 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 the days just drag, you know, but Zach, um, you know, Zach just, um, he's, I mean, he's amazing. He, he treats everyone the way you, the way you would think a director would treat a producer or, or a studio executive. That's how direct, uh, Zach teaches or teaches. That's how he, he treats everyone. I mean, he's just, he's the same guy to everyone, no matter who you are. And he really enjoys movie making, you know, and so it's, it's a joy. I mean, he's obviously my favorite director to work for. He's a friend and I, you know, I, I will always, anytime, you know, he, he calls or he needs something uh, or Damon contacts me to, to work in something. I'll always be there for Zach. I mean, I've turned down, you know, jobs uh, to work with Zach. Like one of my, I had a chance to do stunts as a predator one time in a, in a film. And that's another, that was another on my bucket list for years. Cause I'm actually too, short. I'm, you know, I'm six, three. And, but they had, I guess they wanted to show contrast. This was one of the predator movies where there was a bigger predator and they wanted to show the contrast. So they, so my height was actually perfect. And I love the character. I love predator. Right. So I always wanted to do it, but it, it, it conflicted with something that Zach was going to be doing. Um, and if it was another director, I take predator in a second, but because it's Zach, you know, it's a no brainer. I'm going to, I'm going to do Zach's film, you know? So I, so I date the guy so much and love the guy. And he, he's, he's done so much for me in my career uh, because, you know, he trusts me and,
0: and, uh, it's, uh, something that you mentioned the way you describe him with his, uh, with the people that he works with, he extends it that way to his fans too. Like, it seems like he's so appreciative of, and there's not many directors that have a fan base like his, you know, like these are, these are people who like, they'll follow him anywhere. And, um, what, what, a what an awesome thing to see and hear that anyone you talk to who's worked with him says the exact same thing about him, that they love him and they would do anything for him. They would work on any project as long as he's there. So it really does goes to show, you know, the kind of character that he has as a director.
1: I mean, and you, um, you and mentioned the to- fans. And, um, you know, when, when have you ever seen, you know, the, the fans rally together so much and to such extent that, you know, uh, a, a, a company that owns a studio notices it, right? They notice it and mm-hmm. they say, hey, you know, you guys should meet about doing his vision <laughs> you know you might want to do yeah. that because we have a there's a heck of that want to see it I mean just amazing I, I've never even heard of that happening in the film yeah
2: I, I really don't think it has yeah we've talked about that before too that that this has to be the first time that a fan base was so supportive of a creator that they got a movie to to see the original vision for it
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah,
2: definitely. Right.
1: I mean, just, yeah, amazing. It just shows you, you know. And it, you got yeah. to be. I, and I'm so it's, so, it's
0: such a cool thing. You got to be a part of that when he, uh, a couple of years ago, when he did the, uh, the he was raising money for his alma mater film school in Pasadena, where he um had the director's cuts where he, he showed, I want to say it was, um, oh, man, was it, was was it 300, Watchmen, um, and then BVS, Man of Steel over the course of a weekend and uh, he invited you out onto the stage as part of the Q and a section of the last, the last uh, weekend. And you got to see firsthand of like, it was like a little Snyder con. So what was that like being up on the stage and seeing his fans and you guys got to watch the movie with, with the fans. And what was that like being a part of that? Oh, that was so much fun. And I I was honored uh, to do it.
1: Um, Just a lot of fun. I, I love the interaction with the fans because I am one. You know, I mean, it's like I feel like I feel completely at home anytime I've been to Comic-Con or anything like that. Anytime I'm around uh, the fan. It's such a cool atmosphere, you know, such I mean, such a great time and really cool thing for Zach to do. And and so many people came from for that. I mean, really, literally all over the world, which, you know, just shows their love for him. I mean, honored, honored to be asked to do it and, and happy to do it. it. It was a really
0: fun event. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was, it was awesome to have. I mean, it was amazing. Like I, I got to go to the, the last night, the Batman member Superman uh, evening. And uh, I knowingly, you know, I knew that I think, I didn't know you were going to be there. I knew that he was going to have a panel, but I think he kept you secret and um, everyone was pumped to see that you were a part of the panel, but I luckily took a couple of posters And I got your I got your autograph with Larry Fong, him, Debbie, a few others. And that's that was so cool to to have that opportunity to watch the movie with you guys, ask any question that we wanted. He you guys all answered. And it felt like that was kind of I mean, the the fan base and the push had already been swelling um, for support for him to figure something out, to figure out how to watch how to get Justice League out there. But it really felt like that culminated and it began in that moment and just blew up um, into November is when everyone started retweeting and hashtagging and Gal Gadot and Ben and a bunch of the other cast got involved. That's when you know Warner Brothers finally took a meeting with them because they knew how big this thing was and they would be stupid not to do it. Um, but what, so, I mean, that's gotta be for you, a guy that worked on this project, you know, you sweat into suits, you put in all this time and effort to see like 75% of it cut out and fans being left without it. What was that like for you and the people working on the project to finally see that it got released? It was amazing. I mean, you know,
1: i love and respect Zach so much and, and we're just thrilled uh, for him. I mean, it, for, I looked at it as like <clears throat> redemption for him. He'd been through so much, you know, with Warner brothers and, you know, there's so, and, and, and he's, he's been really cool about it too. You know, he really, he's, he takes the high road. Um, and, uh, but they, they were rough. They were really rough on him. And, uh, to, to see that, you know, that this finally, you know, his vision is, is able to be uh, shown to the world and, and the way he wanted it. Um, and it, not only that, that it was able to be released, but it was just, it was so popular and, and, and taken to not only by the fans, you know, but by the critics too, you know, who are sometime can be tough on him. The critics even loved it. And, you know, and even more importantly, of course the fans loved it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just, we're all just thrilled, you know, we, uh, we and it it was a tough, it was a tough road, you know, but he's Zach's a patient man. And, you know, he just waited and, and, you know, and I, and I've said it before. I mean, you can thank the fans for this. Anybody who enjoyed that movie. And I think Zach's even said it, that, you know, it's because of the fans, you know, they're, they're responsible for this. And that's something that everybody who had any part of that, you know, no matter what it was a tweet or, a comment on Facebook or whatever, anybody who had any part of that, they, they proud of themselves Um, because this was a great thing because not only was it great for Zach, but look at the performance that we almost missed from Ray. Oh man. I mean, we, we almost never got that performance. You know, that's to me, I I think it's Oscar worthy. I really do. I think Ray's the movie, is Oscar worthy. I, I mean, I really feel that way. You know, I mean, it's tough to say that for, you know, we've had a comic book movie nominated before, mm-hmm. you know, and I think this one, I think that was a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but I think this one's every bit as good, you know, so why not we, you know, you know, and, and, and Ray's performances, that's career changing, you know, and then we almost didn't get it, you know? So yeah, just happy for everyone involved. Um, it was you know, really cool
0: insane that um it was his first uh film appearance first first film credit and that's that's the performance that he kind of gave and uh yeah you know when you see the the justice league version of it you get a little bit of sense that there's a lot more to him that was left and when you watch zach's version you realize oh my god he was the movie you know, and the characters surrounding him, the, I my favorite scene of that of, of so far, there's several, but one of my favorite scenes is when uh, the Justice League is walking into the ship, the Kryptonian ship, and his father sees him like turn the corner and he's center lead walking through the ship with the Justice League behind him. And his father is like awestruck to see that his son is like leading right. the Justice League. And th- that gave me goosebumps. That scene to see, like, oh my god! Like, imagine your kid is in the Justice League, walking, like, fulfilling what you knew his destiny should be. You know, and um, th- just that scene alone was chilling. You know,
1: yeah, that's a that's a great scene. Um, really, really well done uh, uh, by by both guys. I mean, just
0: really cool. You know, very subtle. But very powerful. Yeah. Um, again, man, it's like it's it's so amazing to see that we got this finally. Um, are what is what are there what are the parts of the movie that you're most proud of that you you know that fans finally got to see?
1: Uh, well, <clears throat> you know, I was really, of course, race. <clears throat> excuse me, of course, race stuff. I'm very very happy for that. I'm proud of, proud of him. Uh, I, I thought it was really cool that they got to see uh, Steppenwolf's character more fleshed out oh. because you just, I mean, because people really didn't understand why is he even on the planet? Why is he, why is he trying? Like, what is, you know, we know, you know, why is he taking over the earth? What's the reason? You know, he, he hates the earth, you know, but, you know, now we, we got to see exactly why that is and, and his character is, is so much better. You know, in, in Zach's version of the in Zach's film, um, that was really cool. those things were really cool. Um, let's see what else comes to mind. Um, I thought some of, I thought the way some of the the Wonder Woman some of the Wonder Woman stuff was more like Wonder Woman to me. Um, the the uh, The fight in Old Bailey, I, I thought. Was definitely better. It was similar, but in um, better. it showed more of to me of you know this the stuff that Wonder Woman has done in the past just more of her fighting style and speed and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that that film, you know, the and and, and people. It was it was interesting because leading up, me on social media and saying, oh man, I bet we have. You know, there's so, you know, fights and stuff that we didn't see and, you know, and I was a little concerned because I knew that the opening sequence was going to be gone, you know, because that wasn't Zach's, that wasn't Zach's stuff, right? I was a little concerned, but I knew that the movie was going to be so much better that people are willing to take a little less Batman because it's not Batman's movie, you know, it's the Justice League, you know, Mm -hmm. so you and I know people really into seeing more Batman yes but um it's the justice league so everybody needs their their share their their part you know and i but i um his his movie was going to be so much better you know so much stronger that i I knew people would would not even worry about that and and that's how it turned out I, i i haven't gotten one message saying you know that sucks that you know your stuff at the beginning was taken out and and, and I'm really happy for that, too, because, but yeah, I mean, that's the stuff was fun to do. You know, when, when we shot that, but directing it didn't feel the same to me. And so um, I was I was real happy
0: the way everything turned out. A little bit of a sacrifice to kind of get the the the, the true vision out there, huh?
1: Yeah, well worth it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, well worth it
0: and you know, not, I mean, it's still there. We, we still have that scene. You could still watch it and, uh, uh, appreciate it for what it was, you know? So it's, it's okay. But yeah, I mean, I, um, we are very much appreciative of Zach getting his final vision out there. I think that's, uh, I, what i mean it's historic it's just it's it blows my mind every time we think about the fact that we got it and he said in a couple of interviews before that you know he he always thought well maybe in like 10 years or something there'll be a whole different regime and maybe they'll be open to something he had no idea it would be as soon as it was because of the fans you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah so. yeah and and you know anything's possible at this point you know i know warner brothers i don't know if they've said publicly but it, it appears they're not interested in pursuing um uh, you know the Snyderverse any any further but hey after what we saw anything's possible
0: yeah and i think um the way i mean the way movie studios change it's it's like you know it changes every every other week it seems like they just had another uh you know they're just talking about another buyout with uh i can't remember the company but there's going to be discovery. Yeah. So now there's even a new change in the, in the lead there. So and the way that I feel like the way that, you know, fans and the consumer have changed the way that we experience movies, it's changed the way they're made now. And I mean, honestly, this is Zack Snyder is an example of how he this has changed movie making. Um, fans have more of an input now than they've ever had. Their voice is louder than it's ever been, and they act, they change the course of a studio decision making. And so, one thing that like we always argue on our podcast is, you know, we we've got guys that are fans of every incarnation of Batman, and what's happening right now is we're in real time getting multiple incarnations of the same character out within the same few years over different projects. So, you know, we just got Zach's, uh, justice league, uh, Matt Reeves is doing his version. Um, they're just in talks to do the other, uh, what do you call it? The other version, the Joker just got greenlit for a sequel. Matt's that's another universe too in itself. Um, you got the animated stuff. So there's, there's literally endless amounts of opportunity for, for the studios to give fans, what they want. And uh, the fans have proven that they'll they'll go out and they'll buy it. They'll subscribe. They'll put money into this vision that they love. And it would be very, very stupid on the end of uh, a studio who's wanting to make money, you know, which is what it's about at the end of the day, leaving that on the table when you've got all these fans who have proven to you, they will buy a product if it's made by Zack Snyder, you know? Um, So I think it's, like you said i think he's a patient man i'm glad that he is a patient man uh the fans are a little less patient that's why they're so loud and so they're the ones that are going to pick up the slack in that realm but uh it just seems unfathomable that they wouldn't allow zach to kind of in some form pick up where he's left off whether it be you know streaming like a like a uh, kind of like a novella type streaming or something like that um But Zach, you know, he's 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 a filmmaker, so he wants a film that you can go into a movie theater and see on a big screen. So he's always going to fight for that, and which we're always going to want that. So, but yeah, you know, it's um, as fans, it's it's pretty crazy to think that they would just kind of let the studio would just drop this ball. But that being said, you know, looking back at your work on this universe, like the DC universe, let's and I don't believe it, but let's just say, you know, they closed that chapter of of uh, Zach's DC universe knowing that you were a part of that what what does that like what is the culmination what is the what is the thought that you think now when you look back to your body of work in that universe it was one of your bucket list things as you were since you were a kid what can you say now that you look back and you see the work that you've done
1: well i mean it's you know i there's a lot of different emotions you know um a lot of happiness um stuff that we we put on film um i'm very grateful for the opportunity to have done it because like i said i wanted to i wanted to play this character forever and i you know i'm a stunt guy i mean i'm usually like in batman vs superman a lot of those guys were half my age that i I was fighting you know so um point where i thought ah, it's not going to happen i'm just getting too old you know so so much um that um but <clears throat> just you know really proud i mean really proud of all the work that that we did the, the, on those films and that i made and uh the experiences um so yeah just just really happy and proud really is the best way to describe it now it's, am uh, i correct
2: that you do yeah, any brother. of the stunt uh, that you did not do any of the stunt driving that's correct yeah Yeah, okay so it's not throwing you under the bus to mention that when i was watching the (laughs) dvs filming there was a scene where so the the beginning of the movie uh the metropolis you know where when bruce wayne has just arrived in metropolis and the superman zod fight is man of steel Mm -hmm. so he it's uh they're shooting bruce in the suv uh driving through traffic to you know trying to get to wayne tower where where his people are and in one of the takes, the driver swerved a little too close to one of the parked cars. And they, they have the camera mounted on the uh, on the or of, uh, of the black SUV that he's in. And on one of the takes, he got a little too close to one of the parked cars. And the camera just slams right off this other car. Oh Fuck or immediately comes to a halt. And there was just silence. All you could hear was pieces of camera bouncing on the pavement. It felt like an eternity of silence. Just a couple seconds. And the silence was only broken eventually by Zach. Break, we're going to have to get a new camera on there. <laughs> but at, at least that wasn't you. So I'm not. Oh,
1: yeah. I, you know, did you see who was driving? The, uh, the
2: vehicle? Just, I, I, But he was clearly made up to look like Ben. You know, he was wearing the same ben is wearing in in that scene you know the vest
1: and everything okay because i wasn't sure if that was ben because ben did a little driving but um <laughs> yeah i wasn't <laughs> but it might have been the stunt performer right? you know it happens you know we're we're, we're you know with, with car stuff you know you're you're dealing with a lot of different factors so it, and yeah
2: and and this what like he had done it successfully like half a dozen times right before getting to this it was probably the seventh take that smack. Cool. Yeah, that, that had
1: to be expensive. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> well, those guys were made the Batmobile. There's two two of them that were driving the Batmobile. It was uh, Mike Justice and Tim uh, Rigby, and um, that I mean that that car was a beast. I mean, just such a cool, cool car. Fantastic job driving it. In, in fact, Tim was driving it up a Suicide Squad in Toronto. Oh. Um, He was driving the Batmobile when the Batman's chasing the Joker. And that was, that was interesting because we shot that at like, wanted to do it at a time when we didn't think anybody was on the street. Shot at like 4am in the morning, but the streets were packed with people because they got wind of it. So Tim's flying around these corners and there's people all on all corners. It's like, Oh my God, you talk about like, you know, pressure, you know? So yeah, they're, they're great drivers, both of them.
0: I remember when uh, when those uh, videos and pictures started coming out of Batman on top of the Lamborghini where uh, Joker and Harley are in and talk about like, holy shit, look what they're doing. Like, oh, my God, comic book come to life. That was just crazy to see that kind of coming out. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, There was. a Oh, so there's a picture of you that you're actually sitting down i think it's in the batmobile without your cowl on and you're like in between takes listening to music what so if you didn't drive what was that was that when you were just kind of like facing off against superman uh
1: the only time that could have been uh i don't i never seen that picture but if it's me the only time that could have possibly been i'm i'm, I'm racing through my was the scene where um, the Batmobile drives up into the um, into the Batcave, Batman jumps out, and that's me jumping out. Awesome, right? And then I walk around the wall, and then Ben's standing there, and then Ben takes over and, and walks the rest away. Dude, that's such
0: a I So I know it's so minute, but that is such a badass hop out of the Batmobile, and then like you run up the steps.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that that was cool. Me and Ben laughed about that because it was it was fun for us because we had never been in the same shot together, you know, of course. Right. We're we're never in the same shot, you know, a different character, like that sequence going through the street that you just mentioned. um, I was actually somebody on the street, you know, jumping out of the way of the car. You know, I, I actually did that, you know. So I did, you know, wore a couple different hats in that film. Um but uh yeah so we we
0: got a kick we got a kick out of that that we could do that scene together. how about um let's talk a little bit about uh your the newest thing that's on Netflix right now, where you get to be Zeus the big badass
1: yeah that was that was a it was you know i i like um you know I like when Zach puts me in positions that you know where I got a little pressure on me you know i i really i really enjoy those and um uh it was fun to, to, to build a character like that and to be able to play a a character that, um, you know, isn't, isn't classically the way people have maybe seen these characters in films before, you know, and to, and to put a little bit of extra stuff in there and, um, it was, I mean, it was just a fun job. And, and Zach was, you know, cause we, j- we had done, you know, last job I had done with him was justice league and, you know, that was just tough on everyone um, emotionally and, and to see business as usual again, you know uh, you know, the, the site, the, the set just being so such a uh, light feeling and, and, you know, everybody working hard, but everybody having, having fun doing it and, uh, it was really a, it was really a joy to work on that film. Very physically tough for me, you know. I was in uh, prosthetics from my head to my waist, you know, and it was usually in the '90s in, in Albuquerque where we shot shot most of that film. So I, that was that, that can get really tough, you know. But um, but so rewarding, you know, because you know I, I think he I think the, uh, Zach put a really nice uh, I think he put a really nice piece of work on film. It's that's a really yeah
0: what how long would it take to get you in makeup that long?
1: Well, it started about four and a half hours,
0: oh, shit. <clears throat> but you know these guys are so good they 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 come up
1: with as they're doing it they come up with shortcuts and they come you know uh um, different ways of cutting the time so they got it down to about two and a half hours Wow uh there's on netflix uh a little documentary about the
2: the making of it and it shows uh a good bit of you getting the makeup put on all the uh, prosthetics and everything.
1: Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool little, um, what it's like about a half hour long. I think, is that the one you saw?
2: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. That was cool. It had a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I actually got a lot of nice, uh, still pictures <laughs> from that, uh, from that special. That was a uh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: What is, uh, wh- how do you normally like train to get, I mean, this one you're, you know, even though you're covered in prosthetics, it's pretty much you that's kind of like out there, you know, you're not wearing any other kind of other suit or anything like that. What do you kind of do to prepare physically for like this kind of role? Well, you know, my training is, it's
1: changes over the years and it depends on, you know, exactly what I need to do for this film, put on, put on a little bit of muscle, but to be ripped. The main thing was to be ripped. So if I could, if all I could do was get ripped and, you know, not put on muscle, that's okay. But you know, I definitely need to get ripped. So I, I put on about 15 pounds of muscle, not maybe 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. And um I don't and,
2: have and- 10 to 15
1: pounds of muscle. <laughs> so that's crazy that <laughs> you put that on. Um, but you know, but I was able to, I, I, have, a, I have a great trainer. He was also my physical therapist, just amazing doctor. And, um, he said, yeah, you can absolutely put on muscle and stay ripped, you know, so we can do it. So he did, we did it. He was, he's amazing. Um, so I was able to do that. Uh, but you know, my training consists of, uh, like i um, circuit training with kettlebells. I do a lot of, and, um, I do a little bit of heavier weights, not nearly as much as when I was younger. Uh Cardio and uh, do a lot of ab work. Uh, That, along with uh, with a real strict diet, you know, for these films, you you know, if you want that certain look, anybody out there who who really they want to you know have a have a lean, ripped body, you got to diet. You can't just do the the exercises and the ab work. That's not enough. It you won't
0: get on a strict diet as well. So. Getting into a nerdy realm, but um, what for you works as far as like for that diet for for building that lean muscle? For me, I I do a little bit of the keto method. I try
1: as much as I can to replace my carbs with fat. Um, so protein, uh, as much protein as I can handle. Um, uh, fats, as much fats as I can get. Eat a lot of avocados down on the carbs and then sugar nothing like if i just try to eliminate it completely if i possibly can um mm. and uh it depends on what you're doing though to you're gonna be doing in the scene if it's just um hero stuff where you're just walking around and acting and doing stuff then you're fine you keep your carbs way way low but you know you have a fight coming up then the night before at least the night before you got to start packing on more you know, because I, I get myself in that predicament sometimes where I, I I don't get enough carbs and then you just start feeling really weak on mm. set, and then you gotta, you know, you gotta start loading up the carbs to get yourself some energy. Cause I just um I know the keto people will tell you, well, you just get more fats, you get more fats, you use the fats as energy, but I've never been able to get to that point where I can get enough fats in my body to completely substitute it for carbs. But mm. if I'm not doing anything real physical, well, as soon as I start doing physical work i gotta have some carbs i gotta have something to burn some energy to burn mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of how i do my diet and you were real physical on this one yeah you know my the biggest my biggest fight scene in the film didn't even make the film oh, oh. yeah that's interesting right but it's the snyder it, cut yeah, <laughs> it just acts you know zach never cuts action you know he he just you know, he loves action, but it just didn't work. It just it gave up, gave away too much of my character too early in the film. And um, uh-huh. I'm sure he was bummed not to use it. A real nice moment with Omari in that scene. It's like, it's like our probably me and his favorite part about working to, you know, uh, um, doing the scenes that we did together was that, that moment. It was really, really cool moment. No, it must have been tough for Zach to not use it. But um yeah who knows maybe it'll show up in one of the sequels or something as a flashback or something that would be cool
0: yeah or or maybe uh with like a blu-ray release as as part of like uh extended uh, deleted scenes or something like that There you go that would cuz Netflix
1: actually uses I noticed this the other day Netflix you shot our me and Amari's uh, square off right uh they use it um advertising on, on for the movie, how you click on in the movie and then it brings you to the screen where you can, you know, zoom oh, watching yeah. or mark yeah. it down as your favorites. When they have that screen there and they have like a little picture of the movie, they use that shot, that one shot of me and Omari from that fight scene sometimes. Oh. They'll actually use that shot and it didn't even, oh. it's not even in the movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, at, least, they, at least some form of it got in there.
1: No, it's not. None of it's in no. there
2: though you know at least they they use that shot oh you
1: know? yeah right right yeah so that, up, you know right. that so that gives you hope right there that maybe you're right maybe like a blu-ray um you know that that would be really cool yeah because yep. we were both we the other day and we were both saying man we were looking forward to seeing that so yeah that'd be really awesome We'll so just... you did all
2: this work and dieting and everything to to get yourself completely shredded for for the role, and then they covered you in prosthetics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I posted something on Facebook. I posted a picture on Facebook, and my son's like, <laughs> "He's like, Dad, what are you doing?" He goes, "You don't post pictures like that." I go, I, "I go, you know what? I know. It's like that. I did all this freaking work, and I because if you look at my character, you know the prosthetics are amazing, and they definitely do." make so much of the character we used them um but it does it did it covered up you know a lot of hard work and and it doesn't look like i'm it doesn't look like i'm really in great shape in that movie Ah i told him yeah it's like my ego coming out i I, I at least want somebody to know that that uh really hard preparing for it you just can't see it
0: (laughs) (laughs) your kid got pissed
1: you come on you don't do that enough (laughs) Uh, yeah that's true i normally
0: how long how long did you work on uh on army of the dead
1: uh that was well shooting was 60 days i think right yeah yeah i think days and um all in all i would say so uh, Probably six months. Mm. Like
0: that. How long, how long do they give you um, to like, wh- I mean, getting into shape is not an easy feat. So how long do they give you until like, you know, that you got to be on camera?
1: I think and it's, it varies. You know, sometimes you get called like, I, like, like my buddy uh, Damon called me for a job that he's doing right now in Toronto, as a matter of fact. And he goes, "Size you work, <laughs> In, in army, I go. I go, Damon. Come on, you know I don't walk around at that size. I, I gotta. I need time to get. You think you can do it? Could you do it in two weeks? I'm like, oh my no. god. <laughs> like, you know, so it just depends. Sometimes you know you don't have much time at all, and you either tell them that you can do it or you can't do it. You know, um, for that particular one, I think, so, uh, probably, probably about four months before we started shooting something like that so you had some time time. yeah four months is if you can't do it in four months it's probably not going to get done (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was plenty of time
0: do you do anything in between um projects to like just keep yourself at a certain level to if you have to jump into that or do you just kind of like screw that dude i'm on the couch
1: no you know well yeah i do spend spend my my spend my fair share on the couch for sure. Um, <laughs> watching, watching TV, watching, I love watching movies. You know, I love movies. And so I, I definitely do my fair share of that, but I work out five days a week. I mean, I, I have been for, I've, I've been doing that for as long as I can remember. And it's, it's really like money in the bank because as you get old, it becomes more and more important, important that your body is, in, you know, you kept your body strong you kept yourself in shape and you, you know, I, I clean life you know i've never really been into drugs i've never drank much alcohol um so it, it is like i said it's money in the bank so it's really important to do whether even if it's not like even if you don't care about the aesthetics of how you look right it's really 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 good for you you know so um i i Days a week, um, and I, I mix a little bit of martial arts in there, not as much as I should probably. I don't train nearly as much as I used to when I was younger, but I do mix some in there, and it's always nice when because you know, then I have a training partner here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I always stay in somewhat decent shape, and then to get to that next level, you know, you just have to up it, you have to up it a few degrees, yeah. And-
0: yeah, well, it it shows like like I said, you know, specifically in that uh warehouse scene, the way you move, uh it's like an acrobat, you know. So um you're very you're super agile for for your height, you know, and uh I think it just a testament to just you always working on working on yourself, so that's awesome to see.
1: Yeah, I mean it it you know, it it definitely pays off and I've been a physical person for as long as I can remember. You know, yeah. so your body up too much you know that's that's the concern you know um start feeling it feeling in your joints pretty severely but uh yeah believe been, it in taking care of myself
0: you've been pretty lucky in that you haven't had like a lot of uh like work injuries right like I think that I don't I haven't heard of you having like any significant tears or anything like that right no knock on wood
1: I mean I've you know I've, I've been looking since high school you know I, I tore my complete tear my acl in high school but that yeah. was at a time <laughs> i'm gonna age myself here severely um but that was at a time they weren't even doing scopes so to to fix that they had to tear your knee a- apart oh, and i just wasn't i love football but i, w- I just wasn't willing to t- i never got it you know i never got it fixed and it's funny over the years i got it checked about six seven years ago And the doctor said, you know, well, your your ACL has actually, you do have some stability in it because it's actually attached itself to your PCL over the years. (laughs) (laughs) So I've just, you know, I've just learned to live with it. And it's amazing. You know, they say you can almost learn to live with anything. It's true. Um, I just never saw because I've, I've learned. You know, there's certain ways I can move my knee and occasionally I do, it happens by accident and my knee pops out, you know, and, and then it pops right back in, but it, you know, it is what it is and I've just learned to live with it. So, you know, yeah. but besides that, it's, it it's yeah, you're right. Thank God. Knows. Um, but it's, it's been a wear and tear. It's been, it's been more of that. Like my spine is a mess pretty much. And so it's been more wear and tear over the years on my body.
0: What do you, what do you do for that? Cause you know, your back's so important. Like what have you been doing to kind of uh, rehabilitate that?
1: Well, I have a great, great doctor, like I said, and what, and actually when I was doing BVS, my lower back hurt. Bad. I, you know, I, I really thought I was going to need surgery, you know, oh, man. and I, and I, I get done with BVS and I shoot right over to my doctors, you know, when I get back home and he looked at the x-rays and the and MRI and he goes, yeah, it's not great. But he goes, I, I don't think you need surgery. And he put me on a stretching routine that, yeah. that I do to this day, right? Because I've, I've had, a, I've, I've neglected in favor of my core, my, you know, too much. Like I've, I've really developed my core well in it, but I've, I've neglected that, you know, and I neglected it. Right. So, you know, so he, he got me on a stretching routine. And um, I'm not kidding. Within, I'd say three weeks, 100% better. I felt so good. And I do it to this day because when I, when I start skipping it and getting lazy with my stretching, I, it, the back pain will start to feel it. Especially if I'm doing a lot of sitting, like I haven't been doing much lately, just watching a lot of movies or working on a, you know, editing something or working with my computer. If it, then I, then I feel it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's, this guy's amazing. Um, Dr
0: we keep uh we keep hearing that where you know people who have had back injuries or their backs are kind of bad and a lot of a lot of professional wrestlers have talked about how a lot of doctors have told them "Um, you might need surgery but what they start doing is they start doing some form of like yoga or stretching and strengthening all the muscles and everything around it just like immediately improves it it's pretty amazing to hear
1: exactly yeah
2: uh, a lot of people do the uh that system that ddp uh made yeah, for dude. yoga and uh, to uh mick foley he was talking about how much that's done for him and like you know th- that guy has probably experienced more pain and damage to his body than anyone like you know he he feels the effects of you know whatever it was 25 years ago when off the cell but mm-hmm. he talked about how much just in his normal day, just, you know, sneaking in a couple moments of, you know, just different yoga stretches and stuff like that, that he learned from, from the DDP stuff, how much just helped his body uh, recover.
1: Yeah. I mean, it works. And, and those guys are amazing, really. I mean, they, I, I think on career careers in most stunt performers, I really do. They, I, I, I mix highlights. I mean, good Lord. I mean, there's some of the things he's put his body through, yeah. you know, just
0: incredible. I mean, it's just, that's a tough, tough job.
1: I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Richard, I just want to say, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. It's been amazing. It's been eye-opening. Um, make sure everybody who's listening to this goes and checks them out in army of the dead streaming on Netflix right now. Uh, amazing work per usual, but this time I feel like you really got to highlight, I mean, it's you, it's, it's you out there. So that's really cool to see. But um, anything, anything else you want to leave us with before we go?
1: No, um, I thank you, Tom and Robin. I I appreciate you having me on your show. Um, It was fun. Um, And uh, I just want to thank all that support Zach and, and, and support uh, the support of the Snyder cut and, and support army of the dead. I mean, it, it means a lot. I know it means a lot to him. It certainly means a lot to me. And I just want to thank all the fans because without, without you guys, we don't have a career. It's really that simple. You know, we don't have a career, you know, so thank you very much for all your support. Yeah. If anyone hasn't watched it yet, go watch rich in army of the
2: dead because cool yeah. side story in real life to that, because Zach did uh, in, I think 2004, he did dawn of the dead and I believe you uh, maybe stunts. Yeah. Yep. And now all these years later, Zach returns to zombies and you are right there with him. And this time you are. So it's just a cool story of, you know, the, on the real life side.
1: Yeah. 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 That is cool. Yeah, definitely. It's (laughs) it's a long time ago, but
0: uh, yeah, very cool. Thank you so much, Richard. And uh, just like we told Rob Freitas, um, it feels like we have one of our own on the inside, passionate uh, working on these projects and bringing these characters to life. We, we're really fortunate to have guys like you working on these things. And um, you know, we, we love giving credit and we love highlighting you as much as we can, because without you, we wouldn't get you know the top Batman fight scenes of all time that we get to share. So we really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. And, and thank you. I, I appreciate those words. Thank you very much. All right. You have a good one. Okay. Thanks. You guys, too. You guys take care. Thank you, Sarah. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.